Welcome everyone to another edition of the Mind of Little Rage. It is Wednesday, September 2nd, and we are at the end of our journey. Part 8 of Is Heavy Metal Evil? When I decided to tackle the question of Is Heavy Metal Evil? I knew I would learn a lot of new things. It would be challenging and really push me to not only open my mind even more, but challenge the impulse to interject my own personal beliefs. I also feel that looking at the entirety of heavy metal would open my eyes to a much broader appreciation and respect for the subgenre. I can honestly say that my respect for metal has grown even more. A couple of years ago, I would have thought that would be impossible. The journey has really been fun for me, and I I thank you all for tagging along for the ride. I hope that I was able to bring you some increased knowledge and expand your respect for heavy metal. I believe we've come to the end of this journey. I knew that at the beginning, I could not logically look at every form or fusion or compound of heavy metal The series would go on forever as the landscape of heavy metal seems to grow every year. I wanted to simply stay within the basics and expand on them. In this series, we looked at the beginnings of heavy metal from the birth of the blues and passing the torch to rock and roll. The role that blues played in the formation of metal through bands like the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, and Black Sabbath. We also took a trip down memory lane with the explosion of metal from the late 70s through the late 80s. I looked at how the focus changed from a sexualized and party-driven niche to the more complex and technical sound of thrash. The most challenging part of this series was the nuances of black metal and then finishing up with the Christian aspect. As much as I enjoyed doing all of the research and brainstorming for this series, the most profound aspect for me was learning the ultimate subjectivity of the word at the core of this question. That word is evil. I was never a scholar of the English language. Hell, I was was a mid-tier student in high school and even into college. I was never the type of analytical mind to break down a word or a phrase to find an alternate meaning. This series has forced me to look deeper inside myself and learn the ability to be more transparent. I've lost quite a bit of sleep during this series, but that's okay. It's not like I was able to sleep much anyway. The project has kept my mind busy. I didn't feel as alone as I had over the past eight months. I could really focus my energy into something I love instead of running around like a chicken with my head cut off. I appreciate everyone who took time to listen to this series. I'm back to looking at my metrics on a daily basis. It feels good to be re-energized and just excited about the entire show. I also learned that maybe, just maybe, I could do this program solo. So this series proved to be educational in multiple aspects. But enough with the sob story. We are here to answer the question I posed seven segments ago. Is heavy metal evil? 
In part one, we learned that music has been around for almost as long as humans have been on Earth. Music has been traced back to 3300 B.C. That the Bible supports not only singing, but the use of instruments like the lyre, trumpets, cymbals, drums, and various other instruments. Many of these instruments were mentioned as early as the book of Genesis in the Old Testament. Part two explored the blues, more specifically the story of Robert Johnson and his deal with the devil. We also learned that the blues was an emotionally driven form of music, dealing with betrayal, lost love, sorrow, and even the occult. I also went the route of trying to look at the Robert Johnson story from a less supernatural point of view. In part three, the birth of heavy metal and how the blues played a massive role in its formation. How artists like Tony Iommi was heavily influenced by those classic blues legends from long ago. How the use of the tritone or the devil's interval was banned due to the sinister or sexual feel it elicited. In parts four and five, we looked at metal in the forms of hair and thrash. The explosion of hair metal that is synonymous with the 80s and how it died a slow and crippling death. We also looked at thrash and how when looked at thrash objectively, we kind of get a mixed bag when it comes to the aesthetical presentation. Black and death metal were on the block in part six. And I actually hit a bit of a roadblock when it came to being able to answer the evilness of black metal. I knew it was going to be challenging from when, before I even got to episode six. Unfortunately, I couldn't definitively answer the question posed there. In part six, we also learned that the word evil has a subjectivity to it, and it has additional applications. Even though the word was adequately defined, there is still an innate ability to have a subjective connotation to the term. Finally, in episode seven, Christian metal came into the mix. I was honestly a bit fearful to even bring the subject of metal into the series. Much like black metal, it has come under fire from the religious and non-religious. It has been shunned by many inside of the music industry. However, I ultimately knew that omitting it from the discussion would damage the integrity of the end goal. Looking back at it, I do feel I was a bit harsh when it came to the thoughts on Christian metal, and maybe I was harsh due to my personal background as it relates to Christian, Christianity. However, I still stand behind everything I said in that statement. Now that we've come to this segment, part eight, that answers the question, finally, is heavy metal evil? But to answer that question, we must go outside of the confines of heavy metal and look at the entirety of music. And to do that, we have to ask, is music evil? Now, it would be hard to say that all music is evil due to the supporting literature that has spanned the entirety of human history. Whether we start with the Bible, Beowulf, archaeology, or just scientific findings, it can be supported that music within itself is not evil in any subjectivity of the word. To look at music a little deeper, the art form itself is subjective. Music belongs to the musician 
and the listener simultaneously. This is done through the intent of the songwriter and how the song is received by the listener. Now, I'm not saying that the listener has ownership of the song, but the emotions and connection of the listener to the music is theirs and theirs alone. What I mean by this is a songwriter can pen a song with the intent of releasing a feeling of betrayal by a former lover. In a sense, it can be therapy for that songwriter. But an individual who is listening can take a totally different meaning from the song. To the songwriter, it's an expression of pain and sorrow. But to the listener, it can be received as an anthem of empowerment and optimism. In essence, music is subjective to the listener. An example of this would be the song Every Breath You Take by The Police. The song was written from the perspective of an obsessed stalker watching every action of the person that he or she is obsessed with. Many people who listen to the song have taken a completely different interpretation of the song. It was taken as a love song by many. It was even played at countless wedding receptions. Although the true intent of the song has been public knowledge for years, many listeners still see the song as a profession of love to another person. Now, there are countless songs that fall into that category. Yeah, it could be said that the lyrics are misinterpreted, but the emotion of the listener as it relates to the song is real. The songwriter cannot nullify those true reactions and emotions felt by the listener. If the song feels like a love song, it is within the right of the listener to view it as such. I feel that I can confidently apply that logic to the vast majority of heavy metal. In part six, I could not answer the question, is black metal evil? The reason for that is because of the subjectivity of the term evil. If you are an individual that looks at evil from a faith-based point of view, I can understand where you could say that it is evil. But upon expanding the term and taking that subjectivity into the equation, I believe it can be answered with a pretty solid no. As an individual, you have every right under the sun to believe in your interpretation of anything and everything. Black metal cannot be labeled as evil just because it does not fit into your personal definition. It cannot be called evil because you do not agree with the intent of the songwriter. I will admit I do not listen to black metal on a daily basis. As a matter of fact, it's probably my least listened to subgenre. I do have an enormous amount of respect for it from a musical and creative standpoint. But most of the time, I just can't relate to the lyrical content. For an individual like me, relatability of music is paramount. But I cannot say that one form of metal is evil because I cannot relate to or that I disagree with it. The songs belong to the songwriter. Those are the true beliefs, feelings, and emotions that they have expressed. If it is their belief, who am I to say that it is wrong or evil just because I disagree with it? I am not judge, jury, and executioner. 
even though there are instances where individuals associated with black metal have done some heinous and questionable thing, the entire bushel of apples is not ruined by a few bad ones. And to add to this statement, there are several instances throughout the history of Christianity that could be seen as evil. The religious crusades led by the Catholic Church to recapture the Holy Land, and they attempted to convert Muslims to Christianity. And those Muslims who did not convert were put to the sword. Also, it seems that a lot of the animosity that black metal musicians feel toward Christianity comes from the historical documentation that Christianity was forced on the people in the Scandinavian countries, much like the Crusades starting in 1095. If, and if I'm being honest, I personally, me alone, have a lot of issues with Catholicism in general. Now, with all of the exploring and research done over the course of this project, the lessons learned and a objectivity applied at this point i think i can safely say that heavy metal is not evil but there is one thing that has been reaffirmed during this series and that thing is music is benign it is neither righteous nor evil it is ultimately how the listener interprets the music whether the intent is implied or obvious, the listener has the power to decide for themselves and no one else. At the end of the day, this is my honest and objective opinion. I hope that I've met the standards that I set for this series. Still, you, yourself, have to make the decision in your own way and with your own standards. During the course of this series, I asked for input, you send me DMs or anything like that, and let your voice be heard. And I did not get much in the way of comments or feedback from social media. The one individual that did share his thoughts was Adam Hyman. He stated this, and I quote, I describe metal as Sabbath and Dio represented it. In short, it's the underlying theme of good versus evil. Some metal bands touch in onto heavier, dark subjects. However, the end story is always the same. Good always triumphs over evil. And that's a profound statement, and I think he hit the nail on the head. That's his interpretation of it. And that's at the basis of this, at the, at the top, at the... At the end goal, the perception and the interpretation of music is yours. Interpret it as righteous. Interpret it as benign. Interpret it as evil. It's your choice for you and yourself alone. I want to thank everybody for taking time to go with me on this journey. I had a lot of fun doing it. And I'm kind of, uh, it's kind of a bittersweet kind of feeling right now. I'm kind of sad that it's done. Uh, not sure where to go from here. I'm sure I'll find something. But if you have ideas on a series that I could look at, maybe take a crack at and just present some, uh, some evidence or 
do you just want my thoughts on something make sure you uh send those ideas to me facebook twitter at tmolr instagram little underscore rage the number one and of course at my email the little rage show at gmail.com hell i might even do one on uh why nickelback is hated so much i don't know maybe we'll see (laughs) regardless i hope everyone is having a great week we're halfway through the week and uh, the weekend is just on the horizon everyone continue to be safe stay healthy support your local music scenes as best as you can support everyone around you support your friends family do what you need to do to make sure that you stay healthy and your family stays healthy and we'll get past this this stupid ass pandemic and get back to where we can go to show venues and interact with people have a beer with friends and family shake hands hug high five whatever you want to do in close quarters and not live in fear for the rest of our freaking lives so everybody just be good be good to yourself be good to those around you and until next time this is little rage <laughs>